It was always a simple question of common sense for me. Should a non-working member of the royal family who carries out zero public duties for this country and has no obligations to the British people and no formal links whatsoever to the work of the monarchy receive the same taxpayer-funded protections as the rest of his family who do all that? The answer, self-evidently, I would have thought, is no. But Prince Harry disagreed, as he often does with almost everyone about everything. He dragged the British government into court over his decision to downgrade his taxpayer-funded personal security detail for his increasingly rare visits to the UK. Well, today the High Court refused his application for judicial review. In other words, Harry has lost his case. And regardless of what you may think about him personally, I think I've made my views pretty clear, this is demonstrably the right decision. The artist formerly known as Prince Harry is at this point kind of B, maybe C-list celebrity in Los Angeles. He lives in California, Montecito, spends a lot of his time in LA. He works on the personal causes he supports. He writes books and makes movies about how awful the royal family is and how dreadful and, and prison camp like the monarchy is and blah, blah, blah. He makes a lot of money trashing his family. In his most recent interview, he made it perfectly clear his focus is elsewhere. I've got you know, other trips planned um, that would take me through the UK or back to the UK. Um, so, you know, I'll, I'll stop in and, and see my family as much as I can. Think about becoming a citizen? <sighs> it's, I, have, I have considered it, yeah. Of course he has. Yeah, of course. He loves a life in America. And you know what? Good luck to you, mate. Because here's the deal. If you become a US citizen, you have to give up all your titles. They don't allow them in America for their citizens. So this is a win-win for everybody. Go and be an American and just exist as you, Harry. See how you get on. No one's saying that he shouldn't be allowed any kind of security on these occasional time-permitting trips to his former homeland. He gets it. We saw it when he came recently. The issue is whether you and I should have to pay for it on a full-time basis. His lawyers claimed he was singled out and treated less favorably by the Home Office, and the court disagreed. But why shouldn't he be singled out? He's the only senior member of the royal family who's quit the monarchy and the country. The Duke's lawyers also complained that Al-Qaeda issued death threats after he boasted in his own book about the number of Taliban fighters he killed in Afghanistan, which is precisely what everybody, including me, said would happen at the time when he put that in his book. It was stupid and reckless and endangered him and his family. Why should we pick up the cost of that recklessness? Well, last year, Prince Harry lost a separate legal bid for permission to pay for police protection in the UK. Again, the verdict was clear. He's not a working royal. As the Queen said, you can't be half in, half out. The British police are not guns for hire for a renegade royal living in California whenever he fancies hoovering them up. After four years of trashing his family and trashing Britain, Harry is now finding out the hard way that you can't have your royal cake and eat it. If you go, you go. And frankly, this is one less problem for a royal family that has more than enough on its plate right now. King Charles is fighting cancer, with all public duties postponed. Princess Catherine is recovering from abdominal surgery and will be absent until at least Easter. Yesterday, Buckingham Palace announced the very sad news that Thomas Kingston, the husband of Prince and Prince Mar Princess Michael of Kent's daughter, Lady Gabriella Windsor, has died. Prince William pulled out of a memorial service for his godfather, King Constantine of Greece, with just 45 minutes to go, despite uh, accepting an offer to, to read a lesson at the service for unspecified personal reasons. That is also pretty unprecedented, and we don't know what those personal circumstances were. Disgraced Prince Andrew, meanwhile, seized into the vacuum and stepped back in what increasingly looks like uh, a, a guy who wants to lead the family again. Is that right, after all he's been through? 
She was someone who's paid millions of dollars to a woman who accused him of sexually assaulting her, uh, now be leading the family into big royal events like that? Many think not. William's absence was reportedly nothing to do with the death of Thomas Kingston. But it is reasonable, isn't it, to ask, what is going on here? The royals are vaunting a new era of transparency. The decision to talk openly about the sickness of the king or Princess of Wales is laudable, but these are troubled times for the monarchy, worrying times for the monarchy, and many people are rightly concerned. A show of strength and reassurance from our future king may be sorely needed. Well, for more, I'm joined by the Royal Historian and author Tessa Dunlop, the Royal Editor Sarah Houston, and the former BBC Royal Correspondent Michael Cole. Um, well, look, there's so much to, to look at here. Sarah, let me start with you. You're a Royal <laughs> Editor. I mean, there's about four or five different stories blazing away in the last 24 hours alone, which in itself says to me we're in a very tricky period for the monarchy. Mm. Very tricky. You know, you've got senior players who have been incapacitated. Charles's cancer is a serious issue. Um, Catherine, we don't really know what happened to her, but we do know we haven't seen her now in several months and we won't for several more months. William mysteriously disappearing on uh, right on the uh, just before this memorial service started for his own godfather, and we don't know why. Andrew, you know, coming forward and looking like he wants to run the show. Uh, and then you have, of course, Harry and his latest legal action, which is lost on this occasion. In the totality, are you sharing my concern about how fragile this makes everything look? Yes, and it makes everyone feel pretty jittery and concerned, doesn't it? And that's why I think there was so much attention paid to the fact that Prince William had pulled out at the last minute yesterday because there is a vacuum, mm. uh, as you've described it, and we want to see our senior members Do of the royal family. Do we know what William... We don't. It do. is a mystery. It really Should is it a mystery. Should it be a mystery? Or but should it be a matter of public record? They are entitled to privacy uh, and they are entitled to a personal life uh, away from the public duties. But I, I think the palace have to understand that when you've got the king away from public duties with cancer, when you've got the Princess of Wales uh, off duties for you know several months because of her mm. abdominal surgery, and then you get a last-minute cancellation from Prince William. My family Can't even that? go just up the road yeah. to St George's Chapel. I mean, they're all there. For his godfather, where he's doing a reading. Yeah. That poses a lot of It ran a lot of alarm to bells to me. Yeah. I mean, my family WhatsApp chat, like I imagine most family WhatsApp chats in the country, for those who like the royal family, has blown up with What's all sorts on? of crazy conspiracy yeah. theories that are sweeping the internet. Yeah. And that is the problem. Is that I, I think they have to actually go down the more transparent road they've been treading cautiously down and actually say, OK, here's the deal. This is what happened. It's a delicate balance, isn't it? Once you open up, as they have done, then people want more and more information. Mm. What we have been told is that the Princess of Wales is doing well, so that's reassuring. Mm. They didn't directly say it wasn't anything to do with no, her. No, they didn't. Um, but didn't give us any more information. Did say it wasn't to do with the death of Thomas Kingston no. as well. And he's expected and what do we know about, about that, by the way? That is really, really Absolute tragedy. He's 45 yeah. years old, apparently totally physically fit. He was He'd seen laughing seen and joking. last week at the week. National Gallery. They were together on Valentine's Day. They were photographed uh, together. Less than five years yeah. since they had that beautiful big Huge wedding, wedding yeah. in St George's Chapel at Windsor. And then we see Prince and Princess Michael of Kent sitting there in the congregation yesterday. Which actually made, to me, it service. made William's absence all the more glaring that Prince and Princess Michael of Kent, this is their son-in-law who had just died, 
actually did still go and pay their respects. It makes you wonder, well, what was going on in William's life that is perhaps even more important. And of course, then the big picture in the absence uh, of William being there, uh, the Queen driven to St George's Chapel. Yeah. We had the royals walking down the hill and yeah. Andrew, the disgraced Duke of York, is there leading the pack, stepping into that vacuum so with me, great joy. Right, so the, the, let's bring in Tess, who's, I can tell, chomping at the bit to get in here. Let's talk first of all about Andrew, because I probably agree with you about this. Well, I mean, he's the turd that won't flush. And one of the reasons that he's so visible and we can't cover him up with some Andrex is because there isn't much fluffy cushioning available in the royal right. family. And I've got to say, I'm surprised by your level of incredulity. We don't know precisely what the circumstances around William's absence. Mm. We do know that he's had some issues around commitment to work in the past. We also know that the right-wing press, in which I include you, by the way, Piers... You and, think I'm right-wing? Well, I think you, you well, posture not. on the right... Yeah, you I do. I was literally you, editor of the Daily platforms. Mirror for yes, 10 well, years. Yes, well, nowadays you work for The Sun and for Murdoch, so it's mm. a you're a different creature. And you've parked Doesn't make you tanks. automatically right-wing. Okay. Lots of left-wing okay. people uh, work for Rupert Murdoch. For, for the hugely pro-monarchy press... Yeah, it doesn't make me right-wing. in the wake... OK, let's leave this the country, right bit. Sorry, it's a ridiculous slur. Only right-wing people like the monarchy. It's nonsense. No, I'm not saying that, Piers. I just what think are you are saying? further right of centre than you believe you are. You're quite out of touch. Actually, you know what young. it is? I'll what tell is you, it? honestly, on that point, the woke left have gone so nuts, I do not recognise that what used okay. to be the kind of leanings I had as a liberal. They're not liberals. Okay, They've actually become a bunch of fascists. So, yeah, by that criteria, I am more right-wing than they are. Let's call you centrist dad who's pro But let's talk about Andrew. No, I want to get back, get back to, to Andrew. I want to get back to why Andrew is front and centre. Because actually, we've lost control of William. Whether he had a valid reason or not for turning up at We're the chapel... We're not questioning that he had a valid well, reason, surely. No, but the, but the point, this is well, Godfather. We he was know. actually reading he a lesson off. at the memorial. I hear that. But he can do what he likes because... Harry's left, that healthy competition that existed between the siblings, between the rival camps, that's gone. Mm. And you guys have not criticised one step that any of them have made, with the exception of the Australian football final, which, by the way, was predictable. You have not criticised one step. He, he's nonsense. untouchable. No, We've no, no. created someone William who's has, William has been criticised repeatedly, as has Catherine. No. Yeah, many, no, many, no, many no, times it's complete fantasy. Um, let me bring in Michael Cole. Uh, I think he's been shaking his head furiously at that, at that claim. I mean, the idea that William has been spared criticism by the media is for the birds. Mm. Good evening, Piers. Good evening, ladies. I, I think I would like to start by collectively, on all our behalfs, expressing condolences to Lady Gabriella. Yes. Because uh, she is an utterly charming girl. I can call her that because I'm twice her age. Uh, I met her at uh, Prince Michael's birthday party in 2022. She was acting as the hostess and she put me and everybody else at their ease. And she was a lovely person. Her dashing husband was there. And you know, they've only been married four years. They were married at St. George's Chapel a year after your favorite people, the mm. Duke and Duchess of Sussex. And they also had their reception at Frogmore House. Let us say it was a, shall we say, lower key, much more tasteful uh, on Hollywood uh, reception. And it's a great tragedy that she finds herself yeah, at the age is. of 40, a widow. Uh, of course, it's now down to the inquest. It's now down to the coroner. But 
it is another straw in the wind, and it's something on a day of bad news for the royal family. It was something you didn't want to hear at the end of the day. I wouldn't say, and we were talking about this, is it a crisis? It, it isn't a full-blown crisis, but it has the makings of one. And I think uh, I and I, maybe you, all of us, we thought at the time on the 17th of uh, January when I was with you, and uh, first of all, it was announced that uh, Kate, the Princess of Wales, was going into the London Clinic, and then 90 minutes later, that the King was going to have treatment for an enlarged prostate. I thought Buckingham Palace had actually learned a few things and Kensington Palace, and they were being more candid or as candid as they could be. And I think in the case of this no-show by Prince William yesterday, which was, if not unprecedented, yeah. extremely unusual. I can never remember uh, anything quite like that, where, where some a senior member of the royal family is slated to actually make an address at, at a former king's memorial service in this country with royals coming in from all over the world that they pull out with 45 minutes to go and we don't know why well he, he's a gentleman so he did ring uh constantine's widow and uh, prince pavlos his heir mm. uh, to tell them this was happening and i'm sure that they made allowances and they didn't take it ill but it is extraordinary and i think uh, a little bit of candor here because the worst thing that can happen in a situation like this is that rumour starts, yeah. and if rumours Which starts, they are. Uh, well, of course they are, and they're all over the internet, social media, and so on and so forth. So I think they've missed a trick. I felt the people at KP were getting their act together, and people who are in daily contact with them, like the two people sitting next to you, uh, will bear that out or not. And I think they need to be a little bit more candid, because we need On a bigger picture... What does it say oh. when you when you see the royals going into that memorial service? There's no Charles, there's no Kate, there's no William, and you see Andrew leading the royal family in, a man who many many people in this country feel is completely disgraced. I mean that that's well, where the fragility of the firm, especially post the the deaths of Prince Philip and the Queen, that the fragility of the firm is laid bare, isn't it? Uh, fewer and fewer royal occasions. Uh, at which the Duke of York uh, and indeed uh, uh, Sarah Fer uh, Ferguson, Duchess of York, are welcome. This is one of the ones where they could show their faces and be welcome because although it was a, a royal occasion, it was also a family occasion. Yeah. Almost everybody, almost everybody in, in, among the royals there. And do bear in mind, the King of Spain was there. The Queen of Spain was there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and 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 okay, no, I want Listen, I think we, we can all agree it's very odd what what went down I yesterday. Mean, but can we also agree actually that in terms of the optics, I mean the Queen of Spain looking fabulous alongside Philippe, that glorious extended ex formerly uh, uh, Greek royal family again looking marvellous, and we our royals the, those that did turn up pretty down at heel, not helped by Andrew. And all I'm saying is all your focus and the press's focus has been. Down on Harry, thumping Harry, banging on about. All right, well, let's come to your favourite. We need to all focus right. on let's, our royal. All right, all right, let's come to your favourite person, who today has lost a yeah. high court challenge because he wants to have once again his royal cake and eat it. He wants to have armed British police to guard him all the time when he's over here. And I say, why? Why should the British why. taxpayer be guarding this goon?
Honestly, I why? tell you why. Because just imagine the optics if Harry and Meghan, well within his rights, by the way, also a family She's member... She's never coming back had, in. OK, Harry had been at St George's Chapel yesterday. Mm. Actually, if we made it easier for him, we would win no, back no, wait a one minute. of our key assets. He gets protection assets. when he attends a royal event. He just wants it all the time when he's in the country. Harry, once a prince, always a prince. His birthright. He was born into a hereditary he has, royal family. He, has a whole, he had no choice on he that. He has his. made hundreds of millions trashing his family. He can oh, easily. And he, you know wait what? a minute. Let me finish. He can easily afford his own security. And to actually put, by the way, in his plea to the court, which was, it was as we say, he lost the case. But to put, and he's appealing it apparently, of course. But he put in there. One of the reasons he wanted it was because Al-Qaeda had issued some threats over what he wrote in his book, where he himself boasted of killing 25 Taliban. Uh, I mean, I... a more reckless, stupid thing he couldn't have done. And then he gets inevitably some threats from the people who he's boasting about killing, and then we're supposed to pick up the bill for protecting it. You know, you've flown pretty close to the wind legally too this year, Piers, and I think what we should do is marvel that Harry didn't detonate more bombs in his memoir. Really? Uh, yeah, I genuinely mean that. More? I think the fuss that's been How made, can he a little more? bit of sniping about his stepmother, who doesn't snipe about their stepmother, and a, a, a go at William, he could have written so much more about his brother. Oh, please. I, and subsequently, he's not said anything. And he's turned up and he's done his service, like he said he Your ability to defend him, no, come what may, no, actually, it's is you. actually... You trigger me because you're so actually, black and white. It's actually impressive. Well, you're, so are you. No. Sarah, you've been listening, listening patiently. I don't know you don't want to get into a slanging match about any she of this. She doesn't shout. Because you're, like an, you're a woman of impeccable manners other than anything else. Um, <laughs> On the Harry thing, though, this is a, he's lost the case. Yeah. Um, he's lost part of another case against one of the newspapers. He's got more newspaper cases And he also won coming. against the Mirror Group, he, your he ex-bosses. He won, partially against, he won partially against the Mirror Group. Well done, Harry. OK, well, good for him. He likes to... Look, as I said at the time, this is a guy who is waging war against the media for being intrusive into the private lives of the royal family whilst himself making hundreds of millions of dollars intruding into the private lives of the royal family. I think it's stinking hypocrisy. And I can tell you, the British public agree with me. You're not helping the royal family. Nobody, You're not helping nobody by cares slagging off all the time. Thing What's interesting, Piers, I've been talking about this all day uh, today since the decision. And actually, I think there's a real split in terms of what people think about this. There are a lot of people who've been phoning in saying, I don't like what Harry's done. I don't like mm. the fact that he and Meghan have slagged off the royal family. But actually, I don't think we should deny him security. I mean, the fact is, he's not being denied security. No. He's just not getting the same level of security that he and had he? when he, he never was puts a, a working member country of the royal anymore. family. I mean, look, you can argue that he was born into the royal family. He didn't have any choice on that. He is the king's son. The others son. all do work. And the argument yeah. made... The others do duties, say? hundreds of duties a year. What he's only duty say, to his bank balance. What their argument, what would it have meant for our reputation as a country were an attack allowed to be happen happen on this soil. He talked Having about that. Well, that's uh, a well, pretty hard he, Hang on, hang on. He talked yeah. about this in the in the court case. He said that he was, you know, imagine uh, about the damage to the reputation of Britain if something was to happen to him. What about the damage to the reputation of Britain he has already caused with his endless bomb throwing about the royal family? Michael Cole. Yeah, from the outset, this was a mis misconceived action by the Prince of Litigation uh, because he does get police protection. When he came here for the 25-hour yeah. flying visit, there were two blacked-out, yeah. undercover Range Rovers. Uh, he was in the front one, and the back was wall-to-wall -wall with armed coppers in the back, close protection officers, as they're called. And when he went to see the king... They were there, and when it, he went back to Heathrow the next day. So he gets 
police protection. And it's up to a committee to, de to decide the level of threat against him. And that is completely right and proper. And as a taxpayer, I don't want to pay for his protection if he's not in this country, not doing the job. But when he comes with his wife and with his children, he will get the appropriate level of protection without any doubt. He what will be he assessed. Wants, he will be assessed. They've already said they will assess it as they would do a Hollywood star, which is, exactly. let's be honest, it's what these two are now. It, it, he, they will be assessed in the same way if there's a specific threat when they're coming to this country, they will get actually, appropriate protection. Actually, I believe there's more of a threat to Harry. His, the, the way in which he's become embroiled in the culture wars, partly by hate, driven on platforms like this, incidentally against him. But I'm interested that Michael not Cole... hate has, driving yes, platforms. Oh, your soliloquy at the top of the show. What please? about his hate? It was bilious. What about his but hate? He's not directing his hate. What at about you. his yes, bilious hate towards French. his family As I said, and the monarchy? Relatively tame. I had to really look for it. I want to go back to Michael Cole's point about the taxpayers and that we pay for royal security. Actually, do you know, Michael Cole, how much we pay for our royal security bill? You don't know, do you? Well, uh, well, if you if you want to consult me privately, I'll tell you how much I have to pay in tax, and I know that some of that goes no, into the reason uh, you playing for know. the Metropolitan Police. Listen, the he reason tried you don't know is because they, they've refused Freedom of Information Act. They haven't answered. We have no idea how much royal security costs. I can tell you well, that they provide they provide security for all those palaces, all those extra palaces for the likes of Eugenie's year off, where she had security protection officers, and yet at the same time we're lampooning Harry because he no longer works when we know Extra. he was the most famous and therefore most in danger member of the royal he's family. He's not the most in danger yes, member of the royal family. It's complete yes. nonsense. Yes, actually, yes. Complete round nonsense. The clock, round the clock security. Three, uh, three teams, three shifts of big burly men looking after them. That costs an awful lot of money. You'll remember that when they scooted to, California, to uh, British Columbia, to Canada, the federal government in Ottawa soon got fed up with providing uh, very expensive yeah. security. Why should they? And they, they decamped immediately to California, which may have been Megha's intention all, all along. And there, on their hilltop Camelot, uh, they have to pay for their own security. We presume that, and that's one of their and very wealthy... By the way, what's he coming back for? Help. Nobody wants to see him anyway. Actually, that's not None true. of his family want to see him. King Charles does want to see him. Actually, that's not true. Prince... King Charles does want King Charles gave him 33 minutes after he flew 6,000 miles. The diagnosis right? his schedule was... Because I suspect down. most of the palace were like, here he goes again, making it all about him. Right? It's what he does. And by the way, is he got a, has he got a wire? Is this for his next book? Oh, his next, stop it, next Piers. Next I know. Stop it. How mad you I would think. You actually don't want the royal family to have a reconciliation. You didn't want... Uh, not with him, want, no. Would you agree with me, Sarah? Not with him. Actually, Piers exacerbates no, the division. By the way... You don't have to shout, but what's I, I'm here, Tessa. I agree with you. I don't. They you should. Don't. They should just absolutely cut them off. Sarah, let me ask you uh, on a more serious thing. William is... We're told likely to do some engagements later in the week. And they are mm. going ahead. Right. So what can we read into what has happened with him, then? I don't think it's an easy decision to make to pull out of an event uh, like Should we be told, yesterday. You uh, the palace press office can only tell us what the principles allow. I know. He has made the decision that he's going to ferociously guard uh, whatever it was going on, uh, then they haven't got any option in this. Mm. But it is difficult. And again, 
Difficult optics yesterday. The optics of Andrew walking down. If only they'd got Princess Anne to lead them down, we wouldn't be talking with, about this. With, the, with the great Tim Lawrence next to him. He's an absolutely magnificent individual. And incidentally, uh, this question of should they or shouldn't they, we've got absolutely no control over what Prince William decides to do. He's untouchable, right. They are He's, entitled to privacy, though. If it's something to do with one of the children, for example, I think we could all understand. Yeah, and by the way, what's the total to number of things that William has said in retaliation to the constant attacks on him, his wife, his dad, his stepmom, zero in public. Not a word. One thing he said, we are not a racist family. You know why? Because they're not. And there's been no evidence to suggest that they are. There's an ugly smear by two people intent on destroying the family, destroying the monarchy, and lining their pockets. And that's why they are disgraceful. Redemption and forgiveness you is are entitled, our family has You're to entitled be to your opinion, even Redemption when it's so obviously wrong. Anyway, lovely to see you, uh, Tessa. Great to see you, Sarah. Busy day for you. Thank yeah. you for sparing us some time. Michael Cole, always a privilege to have you. The great man. Thank you very much. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.